Hello, welcome to Tales from the Albright, a podcast by the Scranton Public Library. Hello, today we are continuing on with our one-star reviews of classic and or popular novels. I am still here with Kate. Hello. And we will just get started. Um, It's the same format as last week. So would you like to start? I would. Oh, sorry. I just woke up. I fell asleep because this book is a snooze fest. Those last four words are in all caps. Okay. Let me cut to the chase. This is a terrible book written for bad people. Is this a a picture of Rory Gray? Yes, it is. (laughs) I read a paragraph and immediately forgot what it was about, which was pretty frustrating. What began as promising literary genius degraded into nothing more than annoyingly shallow drivel. Morally shady slash immoral characters have never appealed to me, and whenever I encounter them, they end up ruining the entire experience. That's like every single character in the I know. That's like... Uh, okay. A few lines of wit, but insufficient to redeem the absurd pomposity. I feel none the wiser for having endured this dull and slight little thing. Youch. I dislike gothic novels generally, and the lack of agency on the part of the characters in this one was particularly irksome. It was like being trapped at a party with an obnoxious boar. <laughs> I cannot stand the main character. He's so pretentious and his life is literally so unproductive. All he does is drink tea and complain about his relationship problems. I mean, I mean he does also kill some people. That's all true. He does do that. Yeah, okay, I have two more. This one is in all lowercase, no, no punctuation. This proves that all men do in those days is be misogynists and wrinkle. <laughs> um... Dorian Gray does not wrinkle. Dorian Gray does not wrinkle. The portrait does. Yes. Yes. This one is definitely like tongue-in-cheek, but it's Uh really funny. Feeling like this this book should come with a disclaimer that there is not an actual picture of Dorian Gray included. Like, why did I even bother buying the book then? (laughs) (laughs) My favorite one is that this is a terrible book written for bad people. Not about bad people. If you read this play, you're a bad person. (laughs) Sorry, it's a book, not a play. I get confused. All right, go ahead. I made the grave mistake of assuming this would be a good book because it's a classic. It is great for reaching my book count for 2023 since it's under 200 pages, but except for that, it's incredibly boring. There was a very small part in the middle where it got better and my hopes went up, but I was soon disappointed after. Not recommendable. Is this Fahrenheit 451? No. Okay. This book is pointless. Nothing happens in the entire book. The characters just talk, drink, and cheat on each other. (laughs) rather have gotten a root canal than read this book oh it was for class anyway i recommend this book to no one <laughs> wow is this another shakespeare no okay i don't know what this could be yet come on thanks great american read and classics listed everywhere i hate it i feel fortunate i was spared analyzing this in any class ever as it would have descended into just me standing atop a desk screaming about casual racism and misogyny and abuse and the general unrelatable grossness of this 20s decadence portrayed here oh i actually did not finish at 30 percent ew yeah this is a great gatsby yeah, yeah, okay yeah all right this book actually made me sick to my stomach oh my god <laughs> i'm disgusted by every main character in this book adultery sexism racism men hitting women liars cheaters murderers yuck not a good book to finish at 1 a.m because now i'm angry and need to start a new book to calm down I'm sorry, but I I just... Okay. Go on. This book read like one alcohol-induced dream. Everything seemed hazy around the edges and disjointed. 
There was never a transition between topics, and everyone was constantly drunk in a life that was nothing but a 24-hour party. I found out a one of the characters to be likable. All of them were liars and weak. This book could have been told in a short story in only a few pages and would have translated across just fine. From somebody who is usually a fan of anything from the 20s eras, the only thing I can think to say nice about this book is that it is short and I only had to pay $2 for it. I mean, aside from that last part, this person understood the book perfectly. (laughs) 100%. That's what it is. That's what it's supposed to be. (laughs) Let me... I just got concerned that I wasn't actually recording. Okay. Um... The story was dull and pointless. Oh no, dude and his wife are cheating on each other. Oh no, there's a mystery millionaire. Oh no, he dies. Why should I care? How did this book enrich me? What moral did I draw from it? Well, it didn't at all. If I wanted to see the superficial games of rich people, I'd just watch Gossip Girl. It's just 40 minutes per episode, not three hours it took me to read this book. So no, I do not think this is the greatest book of the last century. Far from it, as far as I'm concerned. I do love The Great Gatsby, though. Me too. It's such a good movie. All right, it's a good movie. The Baz Luhrmann one. Yes. The book is fun. The book is good because nobody in that book is a good person. And not nope. even Nick is not as good of a person as he thinks he is. Nope. And that's also, like, the point of it. Quite possibly the nastiest play ever written. The style of the play transcript itself did not age very well. This led to the formatting being headache-inducing to read. The characters themselves were nasty pieces of work. Is this a crucible? Yes. <laughs> Oh, this gets really good. It gets really good. This book gave me a lot of anxiety, but it would be a useful tool for teaching themes of individual freedom, social oppression, hysteria, and gaslighting. Okay. The author should have just made up his own scenario, and it would have been effective without rewriting history. As it is, this story is nothing but propaganda. (laughs) This one's really good. All the ones over here really good. I'd rather get stung by a scorpion than have to read this over again. <laughs> Please don't waste your time, I beg you. I could go on about the other stupid points in the book, but I've invested too much of my life into this book already. Save yourself the trouble and do not read this communist propaganda. They love the propaganda when talking they about do. this book. They really do. It is a story where every character is unreliable and nobody develops, so it makes me wonder, what are we trying to observe here other than a corrupt theocracy? We're trying to observe Goody Proctor with the devil. Yes! (laughs) I have two more here. Personally, I did not like this book because I thought it was irrelevant to my life and to my peers' lives. The movie was also bad, and I don't like the way they talked. This one makes my... uh, baffling. Okay. Oh, I hate it when books have courtroom scenes because despite how I know many lawyers, I never know what's supposed to happen in a courtroom, i.e. who's supposed to be talking, what a prosecutor is, etc. That had to have been like a 15-year-old. Yeah, just, just Google it. <laughs> what a prosecutor is. Okay. Okay. Not as funny as it thinks it is. Okay. This book is not for me. The tongue-in-cheek narration is just too self-important sounding. It feels like somebody's looking over her shoulder as you were reading, saying, are you laughing yet? I can only make it through a few chapters. Maybe it's better. I didn't think I could stand it long enough to find out. Oof, okay. It was one of those rare books where I thought I'd rather be watching the TV adaptation because it has to be better than whatever I'm reading right now. This book consisted of random superfluous ramblings, super long funny names that got repeated a hundred times until you're like, duh. And the introduction of new characters, like, every second page, who just don't contribute to the story at all. What? TV? Funny names? 
I think if I was still a goth emo teen who was rebelling against her religious parents, I might have liked this more. Okay. Do you have any guesses? I have one more, and this is 100% you'll get it. I have no clue. I don't know. Go on. I love Pratchett, and I love Game and Sam series, but it's terrible when you try to incorporate both styles into one book. In the end, it turns out to be something similar to that of mixing curry with cream of mushroom soup. They both taste delicious on their own, but it's hardly palatable when you mix them. That sounds good to me, but whatever. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Maybe that's why I like this book. I mean, I get it. I mean, it's got a very particular style. I mean, it's so British that the first time I read it, I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. Um, By the way, it's Good Omens. Good Omens by um, Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I respect it. All right. Now, this is... I'm just going to say off the bat, this is one where I actually can agree with a lot of... Like, the the reviews here are kind of shallow, but I understand it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. All right. The plot is so dull and repetitive, the characters so nondescript, and the prose so lifeless that I just never cared enough to bother trying to decipher any deeper meaning. Okay. I was ready to sell my soul for a multisyllabic word or a complex sentence. Okay. I recognized the out-of-place religious allusions and random sexual metaphors, but they didn't seem to add anything to the shallow story. I can't figure out why I read this. Oh gosh, what is this? Wow, the only way this book could have been better is if the 24-hour arm wrestling match had been 50 hours. That would have been cool. Intolerable, exhausting, difficult, and excruciatingly painful are just a few adjectives that I can adorn this book with. I also fail to understand what made this book so famous. Oh my gosh, what is this? This may have won a bunch of awards, but it bored me to tears. I don't remember my list. This this one's going to make you laugh, and you might also get it. Oh my good lord in heaven, cut your line, land your boat, and go to McDonald's. (laughs) Is this all better than Yes! (laughs) I hated this book. I'm not going to lie. I absolutely hated Old Man in the Sea. It just was like an iconic book from high school that I was like, it's got to go on there. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I never read this book, but I had to read um, In Our Time, his collector short stories. Still, I don't know. Still not a fan. It doesn't do it for me. No. I have three more here that I will read okay. to you. Okay. I remember reading this as a boy and the recommendation of my father and disliking the book intensely. Above all, feeling sorry for the fish which the old man had caught and hoping that the sharks would gobble up the tedious old man too. <laughs> if you absolutely love fishing and would like to read a tale about how an old man catches a marlin, this book is absolutely for you. Parentheses. Parentheses. I'm just not a fishing person. End parentheses. This is my favorite. Why did I think I should read this? I'm an atheist slash Buddhist vegetarian almost vegan with a fish allergy. There's nothing I care less about than Christian fish. (laughs) Yeah, they're all fair. Yeah, it's probably because I just don't like the book either. Yeah, Hemingway, it's too dry for me. I've tried. Mm -hmm. It's just so dry. We had to read it in school and it just, we watched the movie, like, not for me. Yeah, no. Okay. Probably best read before 16 years of age. Oh, God. Um, Too cynical and angst-ridden to enjoy. Okay. In my hand, I hold $5. I will give it to anyone who can explain the plot of this book or why there is no plot and make me understand why people think it's so amazing. This isn't Ulysses by James Joyce, is it? Okay. Man, what a bitter guy. Get over yourself, dude. It sucked. Is this Fahrenheit 451? No. I am sorry, but I could absolutely not stand the main character. I kept wanting to shake him and tell him to grow up, and I was supposed to identify with him being all confused and adolescent. 
Is this the catcher in the drawing? Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's since I was a teenager, yeah. so I really don't remember. But Seriously, yeah. Holden, quit your whining. I can't see what's so impressive about a kid who can't figure out what he wants and so wastes his potential. Surely there's got to be more than moaning about being phony when you're phony. Mm. Random fact, I actually started using the word grand because Holden Caulfield didn't like it. <laughs> that is I, levels of petty that I aspire I to. I tried so hard to find a review that mentions the Green Day song uh-huh. that's based on The Catcher of the Rye. Could you find one? No. Oh. And that was so sad. That is sad. My turn? Yes. Okay. This is a book that is so poorly written that I am confident that I could write something better. Okay. In spite of the <laughs> fact that this is billed as a horror novel, it is completely devoid of thrills and tension. Is this Dracula? Yes. <laughs> yes. I love Dracula. Yes. Okay. This one, I don't know what this person is talking about whatsoever. <laughs> okay. For the most part, I didn't really know what was going on. The characters talk like Yoda from Star Wars sometimes. <laughs> I mean, Van Helsing goes on a whole rant for a bunch of pages about... It's like a weird corn metaphor. Oh. About, like, growing corn. But Yoda from Star Wars? I don't don't think that that's applicable. I tried to read on the bus, but my attention kept drifting away. I tried to read at home, but just fell asleep. Sometimes that says it all. Yeah. Too dark, too boring, too implausible. (laughs) It's a fair Yes. Yes. (laughs) All lowercase. Sorry, I just couldn't do it. Sad face. I am mad at this book. It's boring and horrid and slow-paced, and it can honestly drive any sane person into a state of catatonic apathy that will never fade away. (laughs) All in all, this book was good for about the first six chapters. Then it started jumping around and became so boring and somewhat stupid. I would most definitely not recommend this book to anyone unless they are a boring person, just like this book. (laughs) I guess I'm a boring person with my Dracula tattoo. I guess so. I have two more. The style makes no sense when you are involved in such an adventure. How do you find time to say, I'll kill him tonight? Sounds like a bunch of teenagers with some complex unrealistic. I think it originally said the journalistic style makes no sense. Oh. Yeah. I ge- this is my favorite. Okay. I guess the book title should change to People's Diary About an Ugly Vampire. <laughs> Would have solved my problems. <laughs> Three exclamation points. <laughs> Jonathan Harker's journal about an ugly vampire. Yeah. <laughs> and getting traumatized. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> the only time it got interesting was towards the end. I won't say why for those poor people who will read this. It's only a decent bit, and I won't spoil it. I know I'm being harsh, but to be honest, it only got one star as I made myself suffer to the end in small hope that it would get better. This book is slow and boring for me. Some okay concepts, but that's pushing it. I couldn't wait to finish so I could read something better, like the back of a bleach bottle. Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, have you ever tried to stay awake watching a boring movie, but your friends convinced you that it was getting to the good part? So you try again, and then you start nodding off again. That's exactly how I felt reading the snooze fest. Mm. I have seen rave reviews about this book. It must have been recommended to me a thousand times, but my intuition told me to pass. Why did I decide to give this book a chance? Simply because the reader in me wants to give every book a chance. Despite my willingness, this book bored me to pieces. First of all, it was not even well written. Wow. This is a turn for... No. Okay. I don't know yet. Go on. Have you ever gotten into an argument with somebody over a misunderstanding only to eventually realize that you both actually have the same views and you're essentially been arguing the same things the whole time so you walk away feeling a little silly? 
That's kind of how it feels to read this book. <laughs> it's like somebody shouting things at you that you agree with. True things that you understand and support. After some time, you get a headache and you want them to stop shouting at you. And you keep saying, yes, I agree with you. I understand what you're saying and I feel the same way. Now, can you please stop shouting? Oh, my gosh. What is this? Is this like crime and punishment or something? No. Okay. I don't think I've ever seen a protagonist this dumb and self-absorbed. Oh, and sexist. The world building? Lazy. The storytelling? Lazy. The plot? What plot? The dystopian society? Honestly outdated and not that scary. Is this 1984? Yes. Okay. Mansplaining? Endless. (laughs) Yeah, wow. Yeah. They're not wrong. They're not wrong. The main character, Winston, is so deranged. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh-huh. Then again, in the world he's living in, I don't know if I'd be able to survive. You are constantly being watched and listened to. You have certain things to do and eat certain things. You have to do jobs and not think about the party in any bad way. And when I thought it was going to be good, the plot was building, it wasn't executed well. And who in their right minds wants to read a book inside of another book, especially one that is so hard to understand with so many analogies and thoughts about the party and other stuff. The end was so bad. Like, please, someone tell me why I didn't just spark note this thing. I probably would have understood it better. I could have been so good. The right idea of wrong execution, one star for the I love you part, and one star for the so-called plot twist. But otherwise, what is this? I do not recommend. Wow, this person hated this one. Yes, There's a vendetta against this one right here. Wowie. I mean, I guess. It's been a while since I read it. Me too. But... Again, I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to say it a third time, but this is my last one. The story was not very interesting. Left too many unanswered questions. Okay. Kind of creepy. If there was some inner meaning, I didn't get it. Very short book, but wouldn't recommend. Didn't really feel anything going into it. Didn't really feel anything going out. I guess I got what I expected from this book. Nothing special for me. TikTok brought me to this one, saying it was one of the scariest short stories. Um, I don't get it. It wasn't even interesting. Is this a lottery? No. Ah, No, it's not. Please don't waste 20 minutes reading this book. I can promise you it isn't worth it. I'm so mad I wasted some of my drama prize money on this. <laughs> Slant face. <laughs> like colon slash. I'm trying to think of what short things I have on there. You'll see. Okay. This is an excerpt from one that made me angry. This story is nothing but a ridiculous piece of inflated propaganda. Anyone who has well-read in literature of the last 300 years can see that in the vast majority of cases, Western civilization has been equally dominated by both male and female. Oh my, is this the yellow wallpaper? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes. I don't know. I guess I would just forever hate olden time writing. Oh, no. I fail to see at all how this book empowers women. To me, all this book does is celebrate victimhood and passive aggressiveness, neither of which are liberating. I know. It's like you read these and you're like, it's like... They <laughs> what book do they write? I know. It's like you're reading a whole different story. It was supposed to be a real horror story, and all it was was stupid. It made no sense at all. A woman is really mentally ill, a physician for a husband who was an idiot. The only thing good about it, it was extremely short. I have two more. Okay. I know this book has all these deep meanings, but to be honest, I barely wanted to read the few pages it contained. It was interesting seeing the main character go into this psychosis state. However, it got so boring hearing over and over about this wallpaper. They've never stared at an ugly wallpaper. No, they've never been trapped in their lives. Okay, this one... This one... I can't wrap my head around this one. Okay. The only thing that kept me awake during this 30-minute audiobook was the fact... Okay, it's a little bit... Gr- not qu- a little grisly as well. Yeah. 
The only thing that kept me awake during this 30-minute audiobook was the fact that someone commented that the wallpaper is a metaphor for her skin. That's why the husband makes such a big deal out of not changing it, etc. What? I know. I, I don't understand. I, I don't know what this person is talking know. about. I, I honestly have no idea. No, it's no. not what it's a metaphor for. <laughs> no! Alright, hit yeah. me with your last one. Okay. Ugh, I tried. I really did. But at the end of the day, the clunky prose blatant ripoff of Peter Pan did me in. You, sir, are no J.M. Barry, or Johnny Depp for that matter. <laughs> no one in this house has been able to finish this book, including Gracie, but she can't read. I'm assuming Gracie's the dog that's in this person's profile picture. What? Peter Pan. <laughs> okay, I have no guesses. Okay, I get the whole social commentary thing and the ironies in the later part of the book, but honestly, it was horribly written and too much of a distraction for me. He used big words inappropriately. There were times where it felt pretentious instead of appropriate for the sentence. Also, if you use the word unulate one more time, I was going to throw the book across the room. Seriously, is there anything wrong with the words howl or whale or some other various cinnamon? A little variety, please. And I find it really hard time, or wow. And I had a really hard time following the dialogue because he rarely assigned a name to the spoken phrase and would pile on spoken phrase after spoken phrase until I had no clue who was saying what. It kind of makes it hard to develop a character when I don't know who's doing what. So in all, I get the social commentary, but it could have been written better. What? Okay. I truly do not care about these books and these boys, and 2020 is all about self-care, so maybe I should really stop reading books I don't enjoy. Is this The Outsiders? No. Um. Okay, I, okay. I can't think of any other book that has a bunch of boys in it. Oh, wait, is this Lord of the Flies? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. Okay. I just remember having absolutely nothing in common with the characters. A group of English upper middle class boys, whereas I was Scottish working class girl. (laughs) I just could not relate to the story at all and just wish they would all kill each other as soon as possible so the book would end. Oh my gosh. See, this is like um, indicative of a larger problem where people have trouble reading a book if if they can't relate to the characters in some way. Wow. Okay. I'm glad I'm not the author and that my friends were not psychopaths. (laughs) Oh my god. We are nice, respectful, decent people, and if we were starting on a remote island, we would cooperate and build an attractive south-facing duplex with a mezzanine. <laughs> Rips are your grandma, but I'm different. I just... What? I just have one more. Okay. I picked this up in high school and regretted it by page 10. I couldn't for the life of me stay awake long enough to finish an entire page, so I tracked down the audio tape so I could read along with someone whose eyes didn't find more interesting things. Found a copy read by William Golding himself, and I honestly very excited to hear the author's inflections and the way he intended us to read them. But I found myself falling asleep even more quickly. Wow, yeah. that's 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 brutal. Yeah, that's a rough one. It is. Wow. I mean, he wrote it because there was another book at the time that had been written by somebody else, where they were like, if these boys got stranded on an island, they would be they would be nice because they're yeah. upper class English boys. And he was like. That's not true. And <laughs> wrote this to show that, like, upper-class British boys are not better than anybody else just because they're upper-class yeah. British boys. Oh, Alright, so that's all I have. That's all I have, too. What a journey. This was very much a journey. I mean, listen, you don't have to read or like a classic just because it's a classic. I mean, I, enjoy, I felt like we had a good mix. There were a lot of books that we personally enjoyed. There were some that we did not enjoy. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it was a good mix. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah i'll be posting like the both of our lists um if you have any thoughts comments want to put any of the books on hold feel free to email me at aloney at albright.org that is a-l-o-n-e-y at albright.org or call the library at 570-348-3000 thank you Thank mm-hmm. you.